0: Good morning everybody and welcome to episode 214 of the Ask the Coach show where ping skills help you improve your table tennis. 214 is the number of bones in a normal human skeleton according to Sarah in Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Today we're going to discuss the German Open. In the questions we talk about twiddling, Istjan Jonya's distinctive forehand loop, reading the spin during the rally, and why you never see a reverse backhand serve. I am Jeff Plum, and as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois.
1: Thank you, Jeff. And uh, yes, uh, it'll be interesting to hear a little bit about Istvan Yonya, one of uh, my heroes when I was young. Yes,
0: and uh, I think there's a lot of Istvan Yonya bats, isn't there?
1: There is a Yonya bat, correct. That's right.
0: Butterfly, Butterfly range. Excellent. Um, but before we get into that, Alloys, I reckon we should get straight into the German Open. Just finished over the weekend. Huge tournament. Big crowds. Had, um, you know, Timo Boll and um, Ovdurov, the hometown favourites. What happened in this tournament?
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, we'll start with the women's singles. So, um, So, China didn't send their better, their higher-ranked players, but uh, still, uh, the Chinese came to the fore, and Wu Yang, uh, world-ranked number ten, ended up winning the event. Uh, Wu Yang, a, a chopper, um, nice chopper, uh, beating Ishikawa in the final, um, and four-one, fairly convincing. Uh, there so- you go,
0: Alice. Wu Yang, I have not really heard of her
1: and she's ranked nah. number 10 in the
0: world. I guess that's the problem when you're from China. If you're not in the top four, you just don't get noticed, but still
1: number 10 in the world. Exactly. It's funny, isn't it? And uh, yeah, that's right. So, you know, being completely uh, going under the radar uh, for me anyway, uh, yeah, being number 10 in the world. But uh, that, there she is winning the, the German Open and a big tournament with um, with uh, the top Japanese players playing there. So, uh, a good win for Wu Yang, and um, in the men's singles, um, interesting, really interesting tournament. So uh, China did send their big guns there. Um, Ma Long, Zhang Zhiqiu, Fang Bo, um, Zhu Xin didn't play though. But um, so Ma Long was number one. Ovcharov number two. Ovcharov going down early for him in the uh, in the quarterfinals, losing to Chuang Yuan who. In um, the previous week, won the Hungarian Open. So Chiang obviously in pretty good form at the moment. Um, so, yeah, good to see him coming through the ranks again. He's getting pretty old but uh, still hanging in there. But speaking yeah. of old... oh
0: Sorry, but, yeah, it's good to see him, Aloys, um, getting good results. And if you haven't seen his off the table with Adam bro, you've got to take a look. We'll put a link in the show notes to that video as well. Pretty funny stuff.
1: Ah, Good. And uh, yeah, sorry, I was, I was saying, and then speaking of old, he, uh, he came up against Samsonov in the semi and uh, was no match for Samsonov. Uh, so, uh, so Samsonov, uh, tough road, beating Boll in the quarters. Boll, still a bit injured, still doesn't look 100%. Um, Samsonov winning that 4-0, um, winning the clutch points uh, really well. So he won the first three games, 12-10, 12-10, 11-9, and then 11-6 uh, to beat Boll came up against Chang Ji uh, and took him out in the semis. But on the other side, that's where all the heavy heavyweights were. So Ma Long um, uh, getting to the semi. But uh, in the quarterfinal, Zhang Ji taking out Fang Bo. And we said he was gone. Well, there you go. Zhang Ji coming through four games to one. Didn't look like a really spirited match though, Jeff.
0: No, what? certainly not. Um I'm not sure if it was just because Chinese against Chinese, but I don't know. It didn't have that same intensity of maybe it's because it wasn't the World Championships as like Fangbo versus Ma Long in in the final there. Yeah, just not a lot of intensity from from what I saw.
1: Yeah, and, and it was similar in the semi. So Ma Long uh, coming up he, against uh, his great adversary uh, Zhang Zhiker in the semi, um, and boy, it was a thumping. Ma Long just absolutely all over Zhang Zhiker. Um, And again, not a spirited match. And Zhang Ziker definitely still has some sort of injury. He just cannot move out wide to his forehand very well. So, you know, Marlong was almost protecting him. He was playing out backhand to backhand with him for most of the match. And then whenever he needed a point, he'd go uh, deep into his forehand. And Zhang Zike, you could see, just couldn't move out there. Um, Even in one of uh, Zhang Zike's earlier matches, I was watching... Um, watching him play against uh, uh, Wong Chun Tin, um, and yeah, he just didn't look right playing out wide from the forehand side. So, um, yeah, obviously, you know something there, and um, you know still on the road to recovery. Let's see if he can get that right by the by the uh, Asian qualification tournament for the uh, for the Olympics, and then maybe for the Olympics. But uh, gee, Ma Long looking really strong. So in the final, Ma Long shaping up against. Uh, Samsonov, um, again, uh, Marlong was up 3-0, had 10-8 in the fourth for two championship points. Samsonov ended up winning that fourth game 12-10, and you should have seen the smile on Samsonov's face when he won it. It was just like, wow, you know, like I'm so pleased just to win a game against this, uh, this guy at the moment, and Marlong in super form. So Marlong ending up winning four games to one pretty comfortably, um, you know, the games he won were seven, six, four, and 5. So, uh, wow, he's in super, super form at the moment.
0: Wow, pretty impressive. So, Ma Long just completely dominant again, losing one game for the tournament. That's unheard of. Um, and what a successful tournament, I guess. Um, I think there was like 17 or so of the top 20 in the world in the men's there. And interestingly, like you said, it seemed like one side was stacked, but Ovchirov has now jumped up. To number four in the world, so it got seeded ahead of Zhang Zhiqiu, which is why um and Zhang Zhiqiu were on the same side and met in the
1: semi-finals. Yeah, that's right. So um, yeah, it looked it looked unbalanced, but that's what the world rankings are at the moment. So um, so yeah, Fan Zendong and Zhu Zin both didn't play, so Ovcharov was number two seed. So yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, well, impressive tournament, and um, yeah, Marlong's dominance, Alois, reminds me a bit of. Uh, Djokovic's dominance in the tennis Um, and Djokovic last night taking out the Australian Open in the tennis. And again, he's a dominant force. I think he's won, he's won three of the last four grand slams and made the final of the other one. So, I mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some, uh, some really close comparisons there. That's right.
0: All righty. Well, Great wrap up of the German Open. Let's move on, Alois, to the last Pingskillers question of the day. And you know, maybe if people had seen the German Open, they might have thought differently. But the the question was Marlong or Jan of a Voldner.
1: What? and we another say? another good another good response to uh, the Pingskillers question of the day. Um, you know. As we expected, very divided. You know, Shaji, Waldner always. Jonathan uh, Landeros said Marlong because he probably has more titles. Um, And um, so Bogdan sort of said, well, so wrong. J.O. Waldner, six times world champion and Olympic champion. So, yeah, um, it'll be interesting to just uh, set their records side by side once Marlong has finished. Um, So quite a lot of Waldners, quite a lot of Marlongs. Um, a, a few definite Jano Voldner's. You know, he, he's such a legend, um, and you know his his le- his legendary status just lives on. And you know, on the on the balance, uh, Waldner probably came out ahead. But uh, as you said, if they'd seen the German Open, maybe things are starting to change. You yeah. know, If, uh, if Marlon Ma wins the Olympics this year, then whoa, it'd be a real title.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, uh, always interesting to compare um, different generations um, and hard to do, but yeah, like you said, Alice, I think people still, um, yeah, still have that legend of Waldner and and on the balance, I think he was the most popular, but uh, yeah, wow, Ma Long in devastating form at the moment, that's for sure. I wonder if there's ever been anyone so dominant. Like even when Waldner was going, he was like up against the Chinese and it was tough for him and... You know the Chinese would get him sometimes, and he'd come back. But here it just seems like this
1: real period of dominance. So interesting to see. Yeah, and especially against you know, I mean it's it's a it's a strong generation with uh, those Chinese players of uh, Fan Zendong, Fang Bo, Zhu Xin, um, Zhang Ziyu. So yeah, he's uh, he, really outstanding at the moment.
0: Absolutely. All right, that moves us on to today's Pink Steelers question of the day, which is, should there be an international liha Table Tennis League? And if you've been watching this show, you'll know that lihas where they use sandpaper bats, but they have to do an easy serve and the returner has to serve uh, return the serve with a chop. And if the server doesn't like it, he can catch it and say, no, you did that too aggressively. Um, so it really creates open rallies. So jump onto our Facebook page or the blog at pingskills.com and let us know. Should there be an international Liha table tennis league? Okay, that brings us on to this day in history. What happened on uh, the first of February, Alois?
1: Yeah, rather tragically, um, two thousand and three, Colombia. The space shuttle uh, broke up on re-entry. Um, so killing seven astronauts so yeah a bit of a downer for th- on this day but yeah very um, very big day in history obviously because it's something that everyone does remember um, but mm. uh, yeah rather rather tragic circumstances so um, yes we, we do remember those uh, those people aboard Columbia and you know like really trying to push that um, push that space program forward. Uh, so, but on, on another note, um, in 1918, Russia finally adopts the Gregorian calendar, centuries after the Western world. So it's Russia caught up. There you go. O- o- otherwise, it wouldn't be February the 1st. In Russia. That's right. <laughs> gotcha.
0: All right. Um, yeah, I love the space shuttle program, even though they shut it down now. I love anything about space. I visited the Kennedy Space Center recently, Alice. Fabulous. If anyone gets a chance, go and take a look. All right. Into the questions. And first up, Ilya says, sometimes I play with long pimples on the backhand. Suppose if the ball goes to my forehand and I want to chop with long pimples because my forehand rubber is too fast for chopping. What's the best way to do that? Should I
1: twiddle the bat
0: or should I take a step around and use the backhand?
1: Um, You can do either, obviously, Ilya, but um, I think, um, I mean, a lot of choppers tend to cover that ball with their backhand, but, again, it it depends on how fast the ball is and how much time you've got. If you've got a little bit more time to make the move, then that's probably the easier option, but um, often you just don't have that time. um, And... Being able to twiddle and then use the long pimples on the forehand is probably the the um, the better way to go on that sort of ball. Um, a lot of a lot of the better choppers, though, um, you know, if that ball is too tricky, they they will just roll that ball and use their their rubber side and just topspin that ball back, and and that's that's really the um, the game of the modern chopper now.
0: Yeah, yeah, certainly is. Um, and I guess that mixes up the the chopping with a bit of topspin, and yeah.
1: So it's really um, just a question of time. Yeah. How much time yeah. do you have? Um, can you get around there with the backhand? Gotcha.
0: All right. So, yeah, Ilya, if you're going to play with the long pimples, um, learn to twiddle just in case. But, yeah, try out those other options. Um, forehand topspin if you can or get around if you've got time. Next up, Il has asked a question. And Il says, I've watched Istvan Yonya and sometimes he hits the ball with topspin without... His- elbow forearm action so he only uses a straight arm and wrist is this true or am i mistaken and he says
1: i want to know more about this hungarian style yeah yonya really revolutionized topspin or you know that generation of hungarians really re- revolutionized topspin there was klampa uh yonya and Gergay, um, the, the three mighty three musketeers that uh, that t- uh took out the world teams championships So Yonya had a very unique style. So, yes, he did play with a very um, straight arm, um, especially at the start there. The the arm was really straight and he'd come up all the way there. Um, So the theory there was, you know, having a bigger arc um, was able to generate more spin. Um, And he didn't use a lot of uh, forearm at that stage. So now the game's developed a little bit more, and, and players do use their forearm more because, again, that that gets that bat moving faster. But at the time, Yon used to um, generate so much topspin for for the time; um, it was really incredible, and it was um, it was a real revolution in topspin um, at the time. So yes, that straight arm uh, topspin, and even Klumper, when he when he played his forehand, had a very straight arm and played. Um, played forward that way. So, yeah, um, Yonya, and Gage as well. You know, like Gage was a bit bit crazier with his style, but um, you know, a bit, bit loopy and, and all over the place. And But, uh, yeah, Yonya, uh, world champion uh, in the men's singles. So, he um, obviously was doing something right and at the time just started to put so much topspin on the ball and, you know, players were just amazed at what, what was happening
0: yeah very very uh, interesting style and if you haven't seen him play i will put a link in the show notes cuz ills put a youtube video up so take a look as alloy said revolutionary at the time uh definitely worth checking out um but still not
1: recommended these days alloys no um, now now we just need to be a little bit faster so the game wasn't as fast um in those days now uh the players you'll see will use a lot of forearm because that's a bit more efficient to get that speed or that racket head speed. So it's here and here. This um, was okay with when you're a little bit further back and you've got a fraction more time, um, you know, having, having the bigger arm action. Now it's more about wrist and forearm.
0: Excellent. All righty. Uh, next up is a question from Daniel who says... How do you know what spin is coming at you so you can prepare for it in the middle of the rally? Should you watch the opponent and his or her stroke to anticipate the direction of spin before the shot is even hit or should you just watch the
1: ball? Aha, the ball, the ball, the ball, the ball. Um, So the ball is is the important part. Why is the ball important? Because by watching the ball, you're getting all the information that you need and you're also seeing peripherally out of the side of your eyes, you're seeing um, what's happening with the the player. So you'll see by watching the ball over here, if you're watching over there, you can still see that I am waving my fingers over here. Um, so by watching the ball, you're getting the the flight of the ball the spin on the ball all that sort of thing and as i said you will also see what the player is doing if you're trying to watch the player and then watch the ball player well it just doesn't work you just can't shift your uh your focus that quickly um in table tennis so just focus yourself on the ball um and that will give you the information so so what information are we looking at we're looking at the way the ball's dipping, the way the ball's floating. And as I said, also, you will also see, so if the ball's here and they're playing in the rally um, or, or they're playing a serve, for example, you're going to see the the, the action of the back. You're going to see which way that they are uh, coming across with the ball. So, um, yeah. So it's just just all about watching the ball, basically.
0: Yeah. And this is one of your favourite topics, Alice. You love talking about this. Watching the ball is so critical And, you know, it's an interesting topic for me too because it also, you know, brings in, you know, anticipation. So Daniel's asking how, if you're watching that, can you prepare so you can anticipate where it's going? But really, watching the ball is the key and it, you know, gives you cues about what the opponent's doing and you can start to tell, um, you know, where the ball's going by just picking up those cues. Uh, We have a great video on improving your reflexes, which I'll put a link in the show notes as well, um, that goes into this in detail. So, yeah, Daniel, watch the ball. Okay. Now, Marson has asked, why is it that you never see a reverse backhand serve? Um, it's easy to do, and it gives the opposite sides been to the traditional backhand serve. And Marston said, I did that kind of serve in his school days.
1: Ah, so I think what Marston's talking about here is so this is your backhand serve, but um, dunk. Marston's talking about this. So hitting the ball this way, bang! Give it a try. Like um, Marston, I like I like the idea. Um, I like anything that's different. If you can if you can have a go at it, see what it's like. See whether it works again. Might not just be from the school days. Um, and you're right, players don't use it a lot, especially at the top level. I don't see anyone using this serve. So, so give, it, give it a try. Um, see how you go with the reverse backhand serve and ping skillers go out there and give it a try. See, um, it might be something that you can do. I remember um, uh, one of my C grade junior team buddies, David Brand, who um, who um, still doing a lot of coaching here in Melbourne, um, used to do, instead of the pendulum serve, used to do the um, serve just using the back of his bat. And, um, It's basically the same thing, but it confused everyone, especially in c junior pennant, got them all the time. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe people think
0: it feels a bit awkward, which is why they're not doing it, but the reverse pendulum serve would have felt awkward at first, but it became popular. So, yeah, like get out there. As Alois said, try the reverse backhand serve and let us know um, how effective it is.
1: Yeah, send send me a video of your reverse backhand serve and let's see. Let's see who's All got right. the best
0: one. Yep, send in your best reverse backhand serve. Okay, and then Ilya has asked another question using the Google Q&A app, so thanks, Ilya. He says, how do you return a power loop with long pimples?
1: Yeah, so the, the power loop or, you know, if it's a strong loop, the pimples actually um, helps you to absorb some of the speed and spin on the ball. Um, if you're close to the table, the probably the best way is to do a chop block uh, with the pimples. I haven't got a sheet there. Um, yeah, so just coming down on on the ball like that. And the um and the pimples will tend to absorb um some of the speed and spin. It's still a difficult shot, but that's what you could do. Or if you're away from the table, then a chop is probably the best option. Uh we've got a video on the um the chop block with the long pimples. So we'll put a link on about that. And then also we'll put a link on about the backhand chop that uh, you can use the long pimples for that as well. So there, there's two options for you.
0: Great. Well, that wraps up episode 214. Thank you everybody for watching. Make sure you go to pingskills.com and sign up for our free newsletter. If you haven't do it now. Uh, great table tennis tips every week. We just sent one out yesterday, with um, packed full of information. So get onto the email list. Um, thanks everyone for your questions and for watching.
1: And thank you, Alloys. Thanks, Geoffrey. And yes, I read the um, the uh, all the responses that people uh, sent through after you send out the, the we we sent out the newsletter. So uh, so that was great. Um, thanks for all the responses. And that was, we focused mainly on um, the return of serve in that one. So, yeah, some really good tips on the newsletter. So, get onto it. See if you can uh, uh, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter and get those regularly.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Bye.